Babylon B or CNN? Which headline is it? I can't believe that that actually is a game, that it actually worked. That's what's happening today on Table Talk Radio. Here's a podcast. A radio show that confesses Christ. Without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously. Without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. I, I like how he ran in the room thinking that you accidentally articulated baptism incorrectly. Like, wait a minute, you're mistaken. He said to me, he said, you sound like a heretic. Right, yeah. It wasn't like, boy, they must be playing a game where they're articulating someone else's belief. It was, I think Pastor Wolfmiller is off his rocker. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit disturbed that you think that I would actually teach that about baptism, Pastor Fleming. And it's so, 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 so deserved to be crunched. I mean, mega crunch. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys would put the mega, mega crunch. crunch on the song, that would be awesome. <laughs> Keep uh, preaching the word, pastors. Keep it mediocre. Mediocre and hilarious. Pressure testing the durability of your headphones. This is Table Talk oh, Radio. nice. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. It's the service we offer here. Uh, I can't wait to play this game. What this game is going to be hilarious. We're doing. What are we doing? Babylon B or CNN? <laughs> that's that's one of those games. You know, the listener might not know. Let me let me let me get a little insider to the to the listener. Some games we play here on Table Talk Radio are very delicately crafted so that the engagement of the game is teaching you discernment that you can only get in years of study elsewhere. Right? I mean, that the, the, by playing the game. You're in tip-top theological shape. Some games are played for no other reason other than to be obnoxious. This mm. might be one of those latter What categories. are you talking about? What are you th- <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I can't about. tell you how many times I've needed to discern whether a headline came from Babylon B or CNN. For those who might not know, uh, Babylon B is a satire site. They make Did up they got, fake they news. They got sued. They they're always getting fact checked by Snopes. That's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest thing because their news is probably closer to. Oh, it's hilarious! So just to get your you know appetite whetted, uh, here's a couple of greatest hits from uh, the Babylon B. Uh, Elizabeth Warren returns to tribe in shame after failing to take back land from the Pale Faces. <laughs> Or new version of Operation just has players use essential oils instead of performing a medical procedure. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> or inspiring celebrities spell out, we're all in this together with their yachts. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, that's uh, great. Yeah, so that's so the question will be, will you be protesters able... pulled out Joe Biden after mistaking him for an old racist statue? <laughs> So the question is going to be, are you going to be able to find some CNN headlines that are so close to the Babylon Bee that I might not be able to tell the difference? So that's what's ahead for you in Table Talk Radio. We're also going to go to your voicemails. If you have a comment or a question, a church sign or a bumper sticker, give us a call, 1-800-385-SOLA. Happy to listen to those and um, maybe not respond, but listen to them nonetheless. Uh, But first, we do buzzwords on this show. Do you have a buzzword? Sure. My buzzword is systemic sin. <laughs> okay. I don't know actually how to describe it. I'm hoping you know. <laughs> well, the only thing that I can think of is that 
in fact, we're, we've been making this distinction, I think, the last few weeks. That, um, I mean, so just the word systemic means that it is in, embedded in the system, right? So um, versus individuals. So why am I defining your buzzword again? I don't know, because I don't know how to define it, mostly. Because it's a, I, I've been thinking about it for like two years, and I still don't know what it is. But it's the idea that it's not like, so a systemic sin, I think, is in contrast to like an individual sin. So an individual sin would be like something that I do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I punch you in the face. That would be an individual sin. There's also like sins that groups can commit. Like, say, a whole group of people go and mob someplace. You know, I mean, it's a bunch of individuals all Col- collaborating in that so each person who collaborated in that particular sin is guilty but a systemic sin means it i think it means like a sin that's committed by a group of people who are not to be held guilty f- or well here th- 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 this is my analogy are you ready so mm-hmm. we're you and i are playing the board game sorry you remember sorry yeah. love that game sort of uh <laughs> and built into the rules is if i land on the spot that you're on then I get to knock your piece off the board. Now oh, that wow. would be a systemic. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Uh, because because it's actually in the rules. But if we're playing the game and I just out of nowhere flick your game piece off the thing, oh, I, I've now had to analogy. break the rules to the game in order to execute that. I got you. I got you. What so do you it's think like, of that it's analogy? It's like legal sin. It's like authorized sin or yeah. approved sin. Yeah. So I think I mean if we think about the civil rights. Um, debates of the 1960s where it was actually legally enforced that if you were um, a black person, you had to sit in the back of the bus. Um, I mean, that, that I think, would be clearly systemic racism because it had the force of the law behind it. And, and you know, we know Rosa Parks went to jail because she refused to move for a white person. So, I mean, mm-hmm. now that we should point out that that is something completely different than even a police officer, as an example, who uh, might have a personal uh, racism and then does not execute the authority of his office in an unbiased way but in a racist way, that would be the difference, right? That's not systemic racism. That's a person's racism. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I'm glad I was able to define the buzzword for you. Thank you. Maybe I'll make you define mine, but I wanted to find mine. Mine for you is vision. Oh, nice. Uh, now I suppose anyone could have to have a have a vision, particularly in in Oregon. I don't. You moved to Texas now. I, I don't get to do all the Colorado jokes on you anymore. Yeah, that's right. Um, at least not for you could a do few Austin's years. Joke. <laughs> oh, that's true. Austin. Austin's a prime candidate actually for visions. But biblically speaking. Uh, this is fascinating. In the Old Testament, like in uh, in Jeremiah, or we're, we just started a study here of uh, Ezekiel, that this term vision is used almost interchangeably with, um, so that that, uh, that Ezekiel had a vision or that the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel. And these two things are really one and the same, that the Ezekiel is, is uh, seeing something that God is revealing to him or that the word of the Lord came uh, to, to Ezekiel to reveal these things. And as we now understand this in the in the all of Scripture, the whole Scripture, we see John one, the word of the fle- the word of the Lord became flesh, so that that the uh, revealer in all of this is the second person of the Trinity, 
uh, God the Son who's revealing these things to be it Moses or be it Ezekiel or be it Jeremiah, that that, that the Son is revealing these things. And so it kind of gives context when in Acts chapter 2, when Peter quotes from Joel 2, and he says that your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. This isn't talking about how uh, everyone's going to be able to have this uh, direct connection to God, that God's going to whisper things to my heart. Uh, It's talking about how God has become flesh in the person of Jesus and that we now have his word given to us. So if you if you break down the simple definition of a prophet, a prophet is simply someone who speaks on behalf of God. So in the days of old, the Lord would actually have to speak to an individual, a prophet, and then that prophet would say, thus saith the Lord. But now uh, we who have the scriptures, who have God's revelation and proclaim that which it says are in a way, prophets. We're, we're speaking forth the Word of God. So, uh, vision is your theological buzzword. Right, I'm going to write it down. That's a first. Okay, well, we have about two minutes to get started here. So, give me your first headline. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I love this game. Analysis. Donald Trump's Tulsa rally is a very bad idea. <laughs> I'm. I think I don't think it's it's quite um, snarky enough to be Babylon B. So I'm going to say CNN. You're right. Okay, you got that one right. I love, that's true. Okay, are you ready? Next yeah. one. Next one. SpongeBob SquarePants gay. Nickelodeon just reinforced that theory. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, again, this this could go either way. Um, oh man! Uh, see, the, the the playing of the game is making the point, right? That they, this world is so absurd. Uh, are we gonna play Ten Commandments in the Babylon B news? Maybe. <laughs> All right. SpongeBob SquarePants gay Nickelodeon just reinforced the theory. You want to you want to uh yeah, yeah, you just... want f- f- some of the article here? Uh I guess. I got 40 seconds here. There's long been debate about the sexuality of SpongeBob SquarePants and some are taking a Nickelodeon tweet as his coming out. Oh man. Uh <laughs> see the the reason this is this is actually uh, a contest between the two is because um, Disney has been doing this, right? Been been introducing uh, gay characters in their in their <laughs> movies and things like this, which is just insane, right? Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna say this is Babylon B. Nope. Oh! <laughs> That's insane. All right. Well, I can't believe this is a real article. This is a yeah. I can't believe this game is working. I thought for sure. <laughs> Uh, all right. When we get back, we might do a few more of these. Yeah, then... there's a lot more. There's, oh, there's a, lot a lot more, more where this came from. <laughs> <laughs> That's fake news. <laughs> all right. I love it. Uh, we'll play more Babylon B or CNN here on Table Talk Radio right after this.
The Theological Game Show, too outrageous for television. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. The Sunday Drive Home, grappling with the text on the Theo Vlog. These are some of the playlists on the YouTube channel. Visit YouTube slash Wolfmuller1. Check it out there. I'm still reeling over that. <laughs> because how, how could it be a real article... As if SpongeBob has sexuality in the first place. It's important. (laughs) I I can't believe you're. I can't believe you think this is not that important. I mean, all the things going on. This is news, man. Yeah, this is news. That. (laughs) All right. You want some more? I guess. CNN or Babylon B. NASCAR driver races with Blue Lives Matter symbol on hood. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that is CNN because it does, it's not ridiculous enough. You're right. Okay. 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 So you're two. Uh, you keep a score here? Uh, sure. Two to one. 200, 200, minus 200. You're at 200. Um, all right, here's another one. This picture on this one's great. <laughs> Barbara Streisand gifts George Floyd's daughter shares in Disney. Um, CNN. You're right. <laughs> How did you know? Well, it, it it didn't have this kind of kind of obvious kind of irony. I mean, it, it's kind of odd. It's weird, but uh, it didn't have this kind of obvious irony that I would expect out of a Babylon B article. So, <laughs> am I getting two hundred points for each one of these? All right, sorry, yeah, two hundred. Okay, all right. Um, Trump enacts tariffs and travel ban on new country of Chaz. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's another one. I don't know. <laughs> that one could go either way. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so we, we we should talk about that a little bit if we have time. I, I Chaz. Um, boy, that, that could be real. I mean, and really this is not so much a commentary on CNN as, as much as it is Trump. Cause I could definitely see Trump tweeting travel ban to Chaz. I could definitely see that. Um, but I also, uh, I'm going to just say Babylon B. That's right. That's oh. <laughs> that was a good one. That's right next to the article. Trump establishes manlier Chad camp next to Chaz camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. Um here's another one. Uh progressives propose new open concept prisons. Hmm. <laughs> Boy. You want a couple lines from the article? Okay. 
Liberal architects have long decried the influence of white supremacist patriarchy on modern architecture, <laughs> and now they're taking aim at the worst offender of all, prisons. The prisons will allow inmates, referred to as guests, to roam freely and leave whenever they like. The wide-open fields are being called the next big thing in prison architecture as more states begin to question whether the concept of a, quote, criminal, end quote, is a valid one, or if it's just a xenophobic, heteronormative garbage. <laughs> this is the, Again, this is another one I think could go either way. Um, I think it's a little bit too far out there. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking it's satire, but, I mean, th this one is not that far off. I mean... I mean, so the th big thing is like when when the coronavirus was going on, they they said, well, we're we're we can't socially distance the prisoners, so they were letting the prisoners out of jail. At the same time, there would be like a single mom who's a hairstylist who goes back to work early, and then she gets arrested and thrown in jail. I mean, just the complete mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. backwards nature of that logic. So, so to say that there's an article that says, hey, we're we're trying to give an open concept to prisoners, uh, that could be legit, but I think I still think this is Babylon B. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Tattoo shop offering to cover up hate and gang symbols for free. Huh. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say CNN. You're right. I'm, Man, I'm awesome at you're, this game. What about this one? I'm better at this game than the Bible. <laughs> the Bible bee. The Bible bee. <laughs> Kamala Harris pouring poly among unborn babies. <laughs> I love it. These guys. I love it. Oh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna guess uh Babylon B. Yeah, that's Babylon B. That's Babylon B. Okay. Uh a couple more. You're ready? Where did this other one go? Um, Black Sabbath changes name to Sabbath of Color. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Babylon B on that one. See it in. Oh, no, it's Babylon B. Okay, how about this one? Duck Dynasty star unrecognizable after haircut. Ah, <laughs> uh, that again. That one could probably go either way. Uh, let's say Babylon B. No, that's C. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Last one. White Democratic leaders take stand against white privilege by resigning from Congress. <laughs> I love this game. Uh, well. I, I, I'm pretty sure this one is satire because now the first part, the first part doesn't surprise me. Read the first part of it again or the whole thing. White right democratic leaders take stand against white privilege. It it would not surprise me. Congress. It, yeah. It would not surprise me um, to, for Congress uh, members to renounce their white privilege. But I, I don't see politicians taking it to the extent that they resign from Congress. So for that reason, and that reason alone, I'll say this is Babylon B. You're right. <laughs> Babylon B. So I got 1,400 points. That's pretty wow. interesting. You were well, keeping track. Uh, that is, I think, again, pretty interesting. Um, uh, I like this one. This can't be good. War just broke out in Chaz over who gets to hold the conch shell. <laughs> 
What are your thoughts on this Chaz thing? So for those maybe who who don't know, I'm sure there, there's this uh, what six blocks in Seattle where um, there's no police control and and protesters have set it up as a a city unto itself. So uh, Chaz stands for uh, what Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Autonomous Zone. So they're saying that there's no government control in this place. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I just, you know, it's it's not going to go well. You sort of can, I mean, it's not so hard to predict that. Um, I was watching Tucker Carlson, who I'm growing to appreciate more and more, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, me too. Uh, descri- describing it in his own unique, special way the other day. And talking about how there's already sort of crime bosses and they're already requiring like businesses to pay for operating in this zone. So there's already extortion happening. And, you know, there's always in a vacuum of power. I mean, when you don't have the rule of law, then you have the rule of power. And the the irony is apparently, you know, again, fighting back against the abuse of of authority. Um, You get rid of it altogether, but then a worse abuse comes and steps in. So it's this kind of, it's what the Bible warns about this, when it says an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, because it, we always want to ex, we always want to, um, um, what, what, like accelerate justice. So if you knock out one tooth, I want to knock out two teeth, and then you want to knock out three teeth, and so, so justice is always naturally sort of scaling up. <clears throat> so that that has to be that that vengeance, that retribution has to be held in check by the law, or else it's just. It's like survival of the fittest, and it seems like, I mean, I just to say, I would not want to go on vacation to Chaz. To Chaz, yeah, they, they they don't have their their tourism set up quite yet, but um, yeah, it was Tucker that pointed out that they they took the police barriers and and made this kind of barrier, so they're building a wall like uh, President Trump <laughs> suggested, and then they had armed armed people at the entrance point, so they have an immigration uh, process. And so he was pointing out the irony of of all of those aspects of of border control that um, that are opposed for our nation were the first things that Chaz set up to control. You know, they're very interesting. <laughs> it's wild, though. I mean, just think this happened in, in Seattle. Is well, it, I wouldn't expect kind it. Of... I wouldn't expect it in. Uh, I don't know. Um, some little town in Texas, Kansas City, like or yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, just it's just it's, you're looking at this. I just wonder. I need to talk to some people not in America. I'd be like, are you guys watching the news about what's happening over here? It's like, um, it's this it seems like a lot of stuff is going on. Well, some of I mean, some of this protesting is going worldwide now. And um, I, when I first saw that on the news, I'm curious to see to what extent uh, the protesting becomes. If it becomes uh, more riot-based, and how other government jurisdictions worldwide would handle that, because it seems like the allowance of the riots is more based on politics than it is on, like, I don't know, policy of public safety. And so, mm-hmm. I would wonder if those same themes would follow through to other countries as well. Yeah. So we'll have to see about know. that. All right. Well, after we get back from this break, we're going to be listening to your voicemails that you have left for us. The number is 1-800-385-SOLA. 
385-7652. Church signs, bumper stickers, questions, comments. We welcome it all. We'll be right back. If you're not easily embarrassed, tell your friends about Table Talk Radio. The daily Bible meditation blog is at rightlydividedbible.wordpress.com, where three chapters of the Bible are considered each day. Check it out. One eight hundred three eight five Sola is the phone number. One eight hundred three eight five seven six five two. Pastor, what's the phone number? One eight hundred Sola. Oh no, close. All right, so uh, here's here's the first one. Church sign on a first missionary church. The only ghost around here is holy. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the church sign or bumper sticker you submit, you might get the sarcastic laugh from Pastor Wolf Mueller. The listener, by the way, the listener at area code 309 gets uh, 200 points for getting Pastor Wolf Mueller to do the sarcastic laugh. Oh, wow. (laughs) What are you going to do with all those points? It's talking about the Holy Spirit, you know? Remember the Holy Ghost, we say? Oh, so here's a theological thing that's uh, handy to remember. Because we have, why, why, so, okay, say, just pretend like you go back 70 years, and you're talking about the third person of the Holy Trinity. How do you talk about the third person of the Holy Trinity? Well, you can use the language Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost, both. So, like, you take those old hymnals and you look at it, and you're like, they use both. Sometimes they talk about the Holy Spirit, sometimes they talk about the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. It goes back and forth. It's amazing. But then, all, at some point, we decided ghost sounds old, old mm-hmm. so we don't use it anymore. I don't know why that happened. I was I've been trying to figure out like why all of a sudden the word ghost sounded holy. So so how we got there, right, is that the word panoima in the Greek comes into the Latin as spiritus and into the German as geist. And then you know, English doesn't even exist like a five hundred years ago. So then all of a sudden there's English and we're like, let's gather up all the words from all the different languages. So we gather up spirit from spiritus, and we gather up ghost from geist. And we're like, well, how do you want to talk about the holy panoima? And we're like, well, you could use either one. So it was helpful because if something came from the German, a lot of times we would use ghost. And if something came from the Latin, we'd use spirit. And you can kind of distinguish between the two. They have different feels for the word. But I don't know. We just abandoned it. So I like to use holy ghost every now and again just to remember that it's authorized. You can say it. It means the same thing. Uh, we're not that far behind in the voicemails. I thought maybe this was a Halloween-themed uh, church sign, but no such luck. Uh, just The only ghost around here is holy. Mm-hmm. That's what it said, right? Yeah. Okay. So Okay, good. Well, I'm glad uh, Casper isn't visiting. Uh, okay, so here's another one. Hey, guys. Uh, this is John from uh, Des Moines, Iowa. I noticed you're fast approaching your 500th episode, and I was thinking you should have like a mashup of your 500 episode history, the best hits, but then I kind of realized that uh, you probably wouldn't have enough material to fill an entire (laughs) hour, so So speaking of that, just be like a normal, terrible episode. Yeah. 
Anyways, that's what we, uh, best that's what we and looking forward to another 500 crappy episodes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. 500? That's setting the bar. Uh, that's a lot of episodes. <laughs> I don't know how long we can keep our talent down. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of restraint I mean, what we do here. We're always, we're right, always <laughs> right on the edge of excellence. And it's like all you can do. Yeah, we have to do you know, this, like, this pregame to to knock it down a few notches just to you know sit in front that's of the microphone right. here. Ma- making our show mediocre is like driving a sports car through a school zone. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> it's yeah. so hard to do. So speaking of 500 episodes, we did have our 500th episode, and we did do kind of a walk-through memory lane. We did. Huh. We did. I had a couple people comment about that. I'm surprised. Like, I, they always they always start. They said like I accidentally listened to Table Talk Radio the other day, and it was the 500th episode, and it was kind of cool to hear you guys talking about all this stuff. And I was realizing I've been with you the whole time. I was, oh, man, I'm so sorry. No, so Carrie was. No wonder about I'm that? visiting you on your deathbed. It wasn't Carrie. <laughs> Carrie oh, never oh. listens. To oh, okay. Well, I just thought I was I was trying to run through the people who had been with us the entire time, and Carrie was the only one that could. Come to mind. <laughs> well, that's because she doesn't listen. <laughs> that's true. That's the I key. I like you. <laughs> I still like you, honey. That's why I don't listen to the show. How come you never listen to Table Talk? Because I want to love you. <laughs> Easy. Ignorance is bliss. That's right. That's uh, true, yeah. Um, now, I'm surprised Lumpy didn't let us know that this voicemail had come in before we actually recorded our <laughs> The, this, this voicemail kind of makes a point, him doesn't for it? it? Anyway, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Oh man, that's great. <laughs> I mean, that's that's part of the fun. I mean, not, not only do we check the voicemail system infrequent enough that it could be that long ago that this voicemail came in, but there's also the the table talk radio lag to podcast. You know, there's there's that. So the recording to, and also there's. The pot is this what you're talking about? The recording to when the people so the, yeah. so there, yeah. there's like there's probably like six months between like when people send us stuff and we get to it, right? And then there's a then there's another six months between after, when we actually record and when the thing gets posted. You wouldn't believe how relevant this episode is right now. <laughs> yeah. If I you mean, guys were listening live, you'd be amazed at our relevance. But people, just people are in order to keep it mediocre. I mean, probably people are going to be listening, and there's not even a United States anymore. Right, yeah. I was going to say, uh, we were just talking about Chaz. Some of the children are like, oh, yeah, we read about that in history class. It was like second-generation <laughs> Chazians. <laughs> that was, that was, that was before States? they signed the, the Declaration are... of Independence. <laughs> uh, oh. Chaz approved of fracking or whatever. <laughs> All right. I Remember that uh, And Rand book about how all the like all the conservative producing people went and started their own city somewhere in the mountains in Colorado. That no. wasn't Atlas Shrugged. That was the other terrible book that she wrote. Um, uh, that's who. That's where that sign comes from. Who is what's the guy's name that they're always looking for? The guy who goes and recruits. Anyway, I'm in the dark on this one. All right, it's probably better that way. <laughs> Anyway, we do appreciate the suggestion. Thank you for giving us a call. Here's another one. Hi, my name is Bruce, and I'm a new listener. I wanted to mention that I saw a bulletin board that said, quote, Jesus is the answer to all your problems, unquote. thought you might want to comment on it. 
Thanks. Bye. I now, do want to comment. Do you on think this. that that includes my financial problems? Because <laughs> that could come in handy. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, it's just so vague, right? The answer to all your problems. Well, I mean, I got a lot of problems. First of all, so that, remi- <laughs> that reminds me of um, reminds me of this idea that of this church sign that we were looking at. Where is this church sign? Says, uh, serve us. Service is not spelled serve us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember, remember that. that. Uh, gospel is not spelled L A W, is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, okay, so there's a danger here. There's a, there's like a, there's a couple of dangers. Number one, the danger is that we reduce Jesus to the servant like here's all the things i want here's all the things i need and now he's going to come and provide all of that for me so he it's the best life now kind of faith bends the will of god to our own desires kind of joel osteen stuff that's one danger Mm. there's a danger on the other side which is that jesus is the master and he wants and he's making us his slaves so that there's no gospel no kindness no jesus coming to actually serve so the Bible gives us this mystery in this little phrase that Jesus is the Lord who serves. And we always want to change one of those around. So we want to either say Jesus is the servant who serves wrong. And that's this idea that Jesus is the solution to all my problems. That It's like Peter who says to Jesus, wash my whole body. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to do this, then go. I can tell you what to do. And Jesus, wait, 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 wait. Look, I'm the master still. I'm serving you. But don't think that because I'm serving you, I'm just going to do whatever you want. I'm still the Lord. Yeah, that, that was the text I was going to go to, too, with Peter. But here's another one, too. Um, remember the uh, parable where uh, the the king is is inv- inviting his guest to the wedding banquet of his son, and, and no one comes, no one shows up. So he says, just go out to the highways and byways and get everyone in here. And uh, so everyone here who is not uh, a normal uh, recipient of an invitation is now at the wedding feast of the king. I mean, it's just amazing. The guy's walking around the wedding feast, and then he sees us. She's this person who's who's at the wedding feast, but he's not w- wearing the wedding garment. Now, I, I guess that in the day that wedding garments were actually provided for the guests. Um, so here's this guy who says, "Yeah, I'll I'll be here. I'll be at the wedding garment, or I'll, I'll be at the wedding uh, feast, the wedding banquet. But on my terms, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to wear what I want. I, I don't mm-hmm. care what you got for me. I mm-hmm. got what I want." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so same same kind of thing, um, and yeah. So I th- I think you're that's that's a great point that our master who serves is still the master, and he serves on his own terms. He serves us what he knows we need and what it is he wants to give us, and he wants to give us uh, in the divine service. The divine serve us <laughs> is uh, word and sacrament. Forgiveness right. of sins. I mean, that's what right. we need. And so so seek first his kingdom and these things will be added unto you. So that if, right. if I if I do have financial problems, uh, I can still rejoice because I know that I am right with God and, and he has forgiven all of my sins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Very well said. Thanks. Thank you very much. All right, we got so the, so we got to balance both things. We want to maintain law gospel, we, but we don't want to have you know you fall over into this kind of you lose the gospel altogether, or you get into this kind of Pentecostal Jesus is to make me happy. 
mm-hmm. bad. Well, and and so often we we put our focus on things that are our center of our mind rather than what God would have us focus on, and that's and that's really the thing. I mean, um, what we see as problems are oftentimes not the problem that God is answering or addressing for us. Uh, we've got bigger problems than what we oftentimes think we do. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Just about the best thing since moldy bread. This is Table Talk Radio. So I've kicked up the Wolfmuller One YouTube channel, and I was talking to Daniel, my expert YouTube advisor, about it, who said, Dad, your stuff is really bad. I know, Daniel, I know. But look, I have 4,006 uh, for watch time. And to monetize on YouTube, you got to have 4,000 hours. And I, I look, I said, look, 4,006. And Daniel says, Dad, you have 4,006 minutes, not hours. <laughs> anyway, if you want to see what we're up to over on YouTube, you can visit YouTube, search for Wolfmuller. Wolfmuller1 is the channel name. See you there. All right, tackling all of your voicemails. Once again, that phone number is 1-800-385-SOLA, 1-800-385-7652. We've we've gone through all of our voicemails, so you need to call in, give us more, and uh, Church Times member stickers, theological questions, uh, compliments, insults, complaints, all of those. Uh, Aha! We have one more. I just figured something out. Yeah, what did you figure out? That if you want to send a, you can send an email to your Kindle with a PDF attachment, and it'll download it. But you have to, you have to insert the email address that you're sending it from as an approved email address. Otherwise, it'll filter it out. You know we're recording now, right? That is so great. Yeah, yeah, we're actually doing a show. Hey, this is hot tips right there. Well, you know the danger <laughs> is that kind of practical stuff. <sighs> All right, questions about your awesome. Kindle can be sent to PRBW. That's the only thing I know right there. All right. Uh, here's the last Problem voicemail in our solved. system. Got a church sign in Dripping Springs, Texas, uh, Presbyterian Church. The church has left the building. Uh-huh. This was during the COVID stuff. Thanks, Oh, man. yeah. I get it. I'm with you. <laughs> nice. Uh, that, that's not bad, actually. I mean, there's a, no, there's, a, there's a good theological nugget in there. That's right, because I learned it when I was a kid. Here's the church. <laughs> Here's the steeple. The church is not a building, although the church is a building. This is a thing that we ought to not to remember, because we're, we're always about the, let's just take this cliche apart, you know, church is not a building. Okay, fine. Right. If you just have a building, not a church. But the building, by the way, is a building to cover the pulpit and the altar, and the font, which is the church. The church is external. It's not just this sort of internal sort of thing. The church is made visible. So these places are, in fact, set apart for church. You know, um, there's those uh, those rights in the agenda so that if, uh, if you're now using a new space for worship for the first time, there's the, what do they call that, uh, consecration. And then yep. at the end, like if if unfortunately there was a church that had to close, 
and uh, the buildings being sold or something like that, there's a decommissioning. Um, now that you might you might just see that and say, oh, those are just you know rights of men, and in a way they are, but they're saying something important, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're saying that that this space is being set aside for sacred use, and we're asking right. the Lord's blessings upon it for the the use of that that sacred. So there's mm-hmm. a difference then between the kitchen or the parish hall and the nave, the place where worship right. takes place. And, and, that, that's, and that's saying something, right? So I, I agree with you. I, I, don't, I don't particularly like this somewhat despising of the building because this building is nice that we can come and receive the Lord's gifts. However, uh, we should also recognize that if, you know, tragically the church burned down, it would not keep us from having church word and sacrament in the parking lot that next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Good. All right. I, I was I I wanted to make this church government thing that would say, um, it would say uh, the church will have a pastor and a board of elders, etc. And then it would say, if the church has a building, there should be a board of trustees, mm. and if the church has money, there should be a treasurer and a finance committee and everything else like this. Just to remind everybody that these things are all what accidental. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the is but the gospel is not the gospel is not accidental. Yeah, great. Well, we're gonna try to do a super crunch here, so we better get to it. Okay. What do you, what do you know about this song? Um, nothing except for it was sent to us by someone. That's all, and they said this might pass. I don't even know why. I just moved it into episode. I can't remember who sent it. It's called um, "Rend the Heavens, Feet Tamra," <laughs> featuring <laughs> Tamra's feet are are feet. They don't even know how to spell feet. <laughs> All right, here's the song. is the song from I wonder the how they thought that would over. pass. <laughs> we want to see miracles, the impossible. We want to see signs and wonders. We want to see you. We want to see you. Okay, <laughs> well, let's just run it through the cruncher. Uh, number okay. one, is Jesus mentioned? I don't think so. Do you see Jesus there? I do no. not. Why is I mean, that? This idea, we want to see the lost come home, sick made whole. That's kind of, Jesus does that kind of stuff. We, the power of God in us, we... You are the one, man. This is a bad song. All right, so Jesus is not mentioned. It's been a while since we've done. You know, our listeners have been giving us 
these songs that really put the crunch of the test. Uh, but we're kind of putting the cruncher back in its former glory here. <laughs> yeah, this it's, is a good it's one. It's crunching that. glory. All right. So Jesus is not mentioned. What about mystical Form. Is that comfort? Yeah, yeah. It's very repetitive. Come down in power. Come down in power. Lord, have your way. Spirit of God, Spirit of God, won't you fill this place? It's all very, I mean, it's kind of over and over repetitive. Hmm. Yeah, it's very repetitive. <laughs> it repeats itself a lot. <laughs> I mean, it just says the same thing over and over. I find that same words are <laughs> at the beginning and the end. All right. What about <laughs> mystical content? <laughs> Well, this idea of seeing God is the classic mystic stuff. And we got to, there's something really important about Hebrews 2 that says Jesus is sitting on the throne, but we don't see it yet because the Lord has determined what he wants us to see. And what he does not want us to see is exactly what this song is praying for. <laughs> and that is him according to his power and his glory. The, the vision that the Lord puts before us to see is, is Jesus and his humility. That's, this is the Hebrews 2. We do not yet see all things put under his feet, but we see Jesus made a little lower than the angels. And so there's, all, there's a discontentment with the vision of the humility of Jesus in the church. And the mystic hey, always wants nice. more. It always wants the glory and the power. You used the buzzword. Good job. Oh, thank you. Did you do that on purpose? No. <laughs> That's just how talented I am. <laughs> I was surprised I was listening to hear it. Um, <laughs> I was surprised paying attention. Uh, I mean, so I was why... mostly impressed that I figured out how to email a PDF to my Kindle. That's I, mean. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, now, why why is it that we have that discontentment? I mean, is, it, is this just inbred in us as part of our sinful flesh that, that yeah, Boring old guy that lived 2,000 years ago isn't really what, I mean, dying on the cross, blah, blah, blah. But what we really want is mountains and miracles and all of this. I mean, is it just part I, of our old sinful flesh? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we're all, we're kind of like, uh, we're all, um, we're all mystics. That's the problem. And we're all, we, we have this native mysticism, this idea of, Seeing the glory of God. You will be like God. That's the original temptation that worked somehow. And I don't even say, we're already like God. What do you mean we'll be like God? We already got that. Give us something new. No, there's this, this temptation, this discontent with God in, in humility and wanting God in his glory. It's always there. Oh, it just, just how, I, would, I just want a taste of the glory to see what it tastes like. That's the... <laughs> Remember that line from Nacho Libre? Don't you want a taste of the glory? See what it tastes like. <laughs> you know, another game we could play is guess That's when Pastor Wolfner is quoting from Nacho Libre. Because mm. I, I don't know if I could tell the difference then either. I know. My whole life. Um, Take it easy. Now, you're, you then think that God can't uh, heal people then, right? Is that? <laughs> well, like he can't if he wants to. It's a thing. I mean, God can heal you. But he hasn't promised. What has God promised? That's the thing that we ought to... Be we, we, that we ought to consider. What has God promised? And that's where we content ourselves. Okay. I mean, so that's really important. Next question. Do, Any other false doctrine it. not previously Let's addressed? See. You are the one before us giving us all we need. The power of hell is broken. That's true. We're freed. You are the one before us. We want to see, or, we want to see signs and wonders. 
Remember, just all the signs and wonder stuff. Remember what Jesus says. In the last days, there will be false prophets who will work many signs and wonders. That's the language that he uses, the signs and wonders, to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. A wicked and crooked generation looks for signs. Seek signs and wonders. So we want to see miracles, the impossible. We want to see signs and wonders. Look, this is... It's the weirdest thing is that the sign, the perpetual sign and wonder that Jesus has put before us is the humility of his body and blood in the supper. And no, these churches are not content with that. We want something else. We want something more glorious. So they reject the true sign and wonder that the Lord has instituted in the church and start looking for the ones that he hasn't promised. And this sets us in a very dangerous a very dangerous spiritual trajectory. I just got an email this morning. I was looking at it. Pastor, what a, this girlfriend of mine was received this prophecy, and ah, it's just devastating. Mm. All right. Well, I'm afraid that's all the time we have. Thanks for listening to Table Talk Radio. This song is crunched, by the way. Crunched. <laughs> Thanks for Local listening to Pastor's Crunch Praise Song. CNN fake it's not news. For everyone. Please consult your pastor that before the- <laughs> listening to Table Talk Radio. That's on the... Good to see that the, the cruncher still has it, though. Incomplete sentences with Are, were you getting worried? No. Man, I don't want to get the, the, get the cruncher on the treadmill. He'll collapse. For more information, visit tabletalkradio.org.